speak up it's just my thoughts and i'm your host nika reeves so what's good y'all ah man i haven't been here in a few weeks i got a little off on the schedule i see um all right so let's get into it so what have i been up to um i've been up to the same guys you know uh school is kicking my ass and um time management but other than that you know i've been in a season where um you know, I, I feel really blessed. Um, I've been a season of gratefulness. And so instead of complaining about things, I try to, you know, just walk in positivity and, um, you know, just be thankful for everything. It is spooky season. My sister's birthday is on Halloween. So that's coming up. So we've been gearing for that. We're celebrating her this week and over the weekend. Um, so this season I've been trying to like watch, you know, some scary movies or whatever and get into my bag. I was hyped to watch Halloween ends. Now the remake to Halloween came out, I think in 2018. And I thought the remake was really, really good. The first one, then it came out with Halloween kills. And that was like literally the continuation of Halloween. They picked right up the night, you know, that everything happened. So I'm like, okay. And I thought it was okay. A lot of people complained about it, but I thought it was okay. But I didn't like the fact that, um, uh, I hope I hope everybody's seen it by now, but I mean, I'm like, when did it get to the point that Michael Myers can't be killed? I thought that shit was weird. Like I was like, so at the end, it ends kind of tragic because like they literally are like shooting a million times, doing all this crazy shit and he still was alive and killed everybody. So I'm like, okay. So that's how Halloween kills ends. So when Halloween ends, it was like, they're going to come out on Peacock. I'm like, cool. I'm going to watch it on Peacock. It was fucking horrible. Like I have no idea who decided to do this fucking movie a lot of elements in the movie didn't make fucking sense like i'm so glad i didn't pay to go see it in the movie theater i absolutely hated it um yeah i hated it it didn't it didn't have no fucking purpose at all it was just a waste of my time leave me some suggestions for some scary movies y'all like when i post this episode you listen to it come back to me and tell me some halloween movies i should be watching because um that's all I got. That's all I, that's all I had. I thought about watching the, the Saul movie that came out, um, with Chris Rock, like, whoa, what was the name of it? I don't remember what the name of it was. Um, dang, what was the name of it? I can't remember, but I heard that wasn't good too. Spiral maybe. Was it Spiral? I don't know. Um, let me know y'all. Let me know what y'all suggest for me. Okay. So the book club still has been going strong. It's been really cool so far. Uh, we have our second meeting coming up on November 7th. So if you do want to be a part of the uh, book club, just shoot me an email or you can DM me on Instagram or Twitter. I'm around. I post about it all the time. Um, we just finished, um, well, we're currently reading. Don't look for me. I actually just finished it over the weekend. It was crazy. And, um, yeah, if you want to be a part of book club, definitely come. We, we, we have a community, um, where we talk to each other all throughout the week. Um, it's been really nice. I love it there. So definitely come. It's just my thoughts book club. If you want to be a part, um, hit me at igmtpodcast at gmail.com. And let's see. Other thing I want to talk about too, Kendrick Lamar. Um, he did a live performance yesterday in Paris of his big steppers tour. I actually was blessed to be able to see that in Charlotte. It was the shit. I loved it. So yesterday I literally watched the shit again, like as if I've never seen it. I was kicking it. I was rocking. I really wish I had a mixed drink to go with it, but I didn't. And, um, it was a shit. So I think it's still on Amazon. I don't know how long it's going to be on Amazon, but I did see after the fact you could replay it. Um, if you're a Kendrick fan and you missed that shit, definitely watch it. Cause it was very good. Very, very, very good. And the last thing before we get into the mantra of the day 
it's voting season. Early voting is open. Educate yourself on the people, but definitely vote. I like to do early voting because I feel like on voting days, some shit be popping off. It's been really crazy out here. The world is crazy. Okay. Like I haven't been much on social media, which is why I haven't really posted on. It's just my thoughts, uh, socials like that. Um, because I don't really be on social media much just cause I, I just felt I needed a break. It was just too much. Um, it's just be too much crazy shit all the time. And I think, um, we absorb too much of that shit when you're on social media. Like sometimes I get on social media cause I want a little laugh or I do I, on Twitter. I look at a lot of sports stuff and stuff like that, but I try to stay out of the mix. So definitely educate yourself, definitely vote and make sure you take care of that wherever you live. Um, cause I'm definitely doing that. All right. So that's all I really have. So I'm going to go into the mantra of the day. Today's mantra, where my attention goes, energy flows, positive or negative, it's up to me. I am creating my reality. I love that because I do really believe that. I do believe in what you put your energy into is what manifests. So I try to be very careful with who I have around me. I'm very careful on who I interact with. I'm very careful on the energy that I'm bringing into my life. And honestly, since I changed that narrative of who I surround myself with and things that I put into my mind, um, my life has exponentially been better mentally, uh, emotionally, financially. So, you know, I, I do really think that it matters who you have around you and who you surround yourself with. Cause if you surround yourself with positive people that's out here doing shit, it's only, it's, it's only going to increase you in the value. So that's what I think. All right. So let's see, I do have some deep dive discussions. So let's just roll into the deep dive. All right. So what I want to discuss this week on the deep dive is the matter of free speech. So we have seen Kanye go on these rants. I really didn't really want to discuss Kanye like that because I I've canceled Kanye a long time ago. I've spoke about him on my podcast several times, so I'm not even trying to really give much of a platform. Um, there's a lot of things that's wrong with the situation with him. Um, we've seen him go on rants. We've seen him, uh, you know, say some of the most disgusting shit out here. Um, I personally feel like me personally, I get tired of the narrative of he's going through a mental health crisis and, you know, and that's why he's doing these things. Because to me, I think it takes away from the people that actually struggle, like have a true struggle with mental health and actually try to do the work to, you know, be better and function. And like, I actually know people that have bipolar and, I'm not saying at times that like when you see them kind of having an episode, like, but they actually do take the time to go and like, you know, get some medicine or, you know, go to therapy and kind of try to work through their shit. Um, so I'm not going to keep, I, I don't think you can use the excuse of that's what's happening. Even if, even if he could be having an episode, I don't really know. Um, but I honestly think that he does a lot of stuff to, for attention and, you know, cause honestly, it's crazy that he's, you know, saying these viewpoints and, you know, one week he's anti-black, 
Then the next week he's anti-Jew. And then he, I mean, it's crazy. It's really crazy. But he bounces from his platform and what, what his platform even is. Like a lot of times, I don't even think he know what the fuck he out here doing. He's just out here. And then we sit and we do these think pieces and we're like, oh, you know, they, they're trying to quiet him and everything else. No, they're quieting him because the things that he's doing and saying, whether he believed them or not, because I don't, I don't fully think that he fully believes some of the shit that he say is very irresponsible. And so that's what I want to talk about today about free speech and the responsibility that you have, right? I have this little platform. I get on here, you know, I give my opinions, you know, I never say shit like to be fact. I always say like, this is my opinion on what I think. It becomes dangerous when you say things like this is word. Because the sad thing is we live in a world where you have these younger generations or some people who go to social media for news. Like they're not actually going out and reading and thinking for themselves. They're using these platforms to form an opinion. So when you say things against a race or say things against movements, right? Like it, it can diminish and also it can influence other people. And that's what makes it dangerous. Like that's the shit that bothers me the most personally. Right. So he, he wears the white lives matter shirt. Right. And my thing is like everybody life to me matters, right? Everybody black Lives movements matter came because, you know, we were tired of seeing black people being murdered in the street, like fucking animals. Right. So it's more than just like, Oh, you know, you're saying if black lives matter, no one else matters. No, like it's just trying to draw attention to the shit that's going on. And we did see the social injustice during the pandemic where, you know, people were marching and things like that, because, you know, I personally think my black ass life matters. Right. And, you know, when a George Floyd death happened, I still, I still haven't brought myself to fully watch the video because I feel strongly about um, trauma that we are receiving through social media and like, just, you know, d- becoming desensitized from seeing somebody being murdered in the street. And like, I, it was very sad. I, I, I just, it's horrible. Right. So the trial came where, you know, the defense was trying to say that, uh, you know, he was a drug addict and everything else and trying to, um, play against his character or whatever. But obviously in that trial, it came out that, you know, he did die from the neck, the, the knee bent on his neck, you know what I'm saying? For like eight minutes or whatever it was. And, um, so that's just done. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it, it, it literally was proven in a court of law. So where the shit becomes dangerous and fucking disgusting. Okay. Like that, that really hit me when it, you know, that interview came out drink champs with Kanye and he's just like, oh, you know, uh, um, everybody knows that George Floyd, you know, was on fentanyl and I mean, the cop went really even on his neck like that. Like why, like what would bring you to say some shit like that? One it's horrible Two, it is very dangerous when you make statements like that, because it's it's untrue for one, but two, like you literally, cause he has a platform of like millions of people that follow this dude, you know, you can dismantle a whole shit just from this rhetoric that you're spewing. So let me back up. So when he wore the white lives matter or whatever, 
okay. Then he's, you know, aligning himself with Candace Owens or whatever. And then he goes on social media and he's like, black lives, black lives matter was a scam, which it wasn't right. During the social injustice, like I will say, like I, and I do this with every big corporation type thing. Like I give money and, you know, we donate all the time, but I like to donate to shit that I know is directly going towards something and not necessarily like the big fish. So I'll kind of do the little fish. So I was giving donations towards rioters that was getting locked up, um, towards their bail. And you knew exactly that it was going towards their bail. Like, you know, it was like local shit and stuff like that. I feel like the organization with Black Lives Matter, like clearly some tricky stuff there. I'm not really quite sure. So I can't really, you know, speak on it because a lot of stuff is allegedly, I don't think it's ever been proven like uh, misappropriation of funds. But I mean, obviously that's what they say, you know? So I don't know. But the movement coming about of Black Lives Matter is valid. You know, we've seen this for years. We see that black people are treated differently, you know, and there is a privilege in America. It just is. Right. And so I just think when you have a platform like that and and you're black yourself, right. But obviously he has privilege. It's irresponsible to make statements like that. Right. And so we roll back to the George Floyd situation and then he makes the comments about this man's life, right? Which I can see it could be triggering and traumatic for the family. If that was my fucking family, you know, and something happened to, to my siblings, you know what I'm saying? I would have sued his ass too. Like I knew that shit was coming. I knew it was because f- freedom of speech, it, the shit really not free. Not when you're lying. I think when you give your opinion on something, I think that's different. But I think that when you get, when you say false stuff against people to change narratives and things like that, that's when it becomes irresponsible. We saw Tasha K. That's a good example where she was on her platform saying all this shit about Cardi B, which was lies. I think she said that Cardi B had herpes or some shit and Cardi B fucking sued her ass and she won because you cannot get on platforms and just say shit. That's not fucking true. You can't and you shouldn't. Then recently we just saw, um, Alex Jones. He, I I don't really even know much about this dude, but I know that he was on his platform and he basically was spewing lies saying that the Sandy Hook shooting was a hoax, right? which is horrible, right? Because I mean, teachers lost their lives that day as well as children. Well, we just saw that he lost his case and the the parents and the families of those victims won uh, $1 billion. And, you know, I feel like you're going to start seeing this shit more and more because you cannot just be out here and just saying whatever you want to say because you having a nutty moment in your life and think that that's okay. Like I, I do not blame George Floyd family at all because that's crazy. And honestly, I hope they win. I do. And if it was my family, you know, I would do the same shit and I would be on the same stuff because, you know, kindness, it costs us nothing. Right. And everybody has a fucking opinion, but I don't mean that your opinion has to be fucking said. 
And it's like, people are like, oh, you know, they're trying to silence him because he's speaking about Jews. No, that's part of it. Yes. And everybody knows like anti-Semitism, like you just don't do same, the same as like talking about like homosexuality and stuff like that. Like the LGBTQI community, like it means a lot of things that you can kind of, that's going to probably steer you towards, you know, being canceled or being in hot water. Like everybody, everybody knows that. Right. But I think also, I think it saddens me that people are kind of just jumping over the fact that like what he said about, uh, you know, George Floyd, like, I think that's weird, but it's not really surprising because we live in a world where obviously, uh, we have to have, um, movements of black lives matter. Right. So, um, I don't know. I just feel like, I don't know. I mean, now we're seeing, you know, everybody's cutting ties with him and all of this and people are saying like, oh, he's doing this so people can cut ties. And like, I don't really know the purpose in, I don't really know why he's doing it. I just think it's ignorant. Um, I mean, he couldn't have gone lower for me, but I definitely can separate. I definitely never separate the music to the person and all that. Like I've been removed Kanye from my library. He's really a disappointment and it's really scary because he has so much influence of people. You know, I got a freaking teenager, you know, that's at home. Uh, you know, well, he's at school now, but I mean, like, if you don't think that this stuff matters, what you put out while people are still in the impressionable stage, it does. It does. Because just because me as an adult can be like, yo, that's fucking crazy. Somebody that's 18, 19 years old might be like, you know, he might be right. Just because this is their favorite rapper. And, and that's kind of how stuff starts. And then you have, you know, hate towards other people. And it's very dangerous. It's very dangerous. I don't know why people support the shit that he does and or make excuses for it and everything else because I I think it's dangerous. Um, I think it's wrong, and I I don't know. It's just very disappointing. Um, so that was really the big news that I wanted to kind of like talk about was the fact that like they did file a lawsuit against them, and I don't blame them. I totally don't blame them at all. Um, I would have done the exact same thing. Uh, okay. All right. So let's see. I also wanted to say Brittany Griner celebrated her birthday. Um, I think it was last week and, you know, she's really just been on my mind because, you know, um, I know I have this small platform, but, uh, I think the more people that speak out and just say, yo, you know, let's try to bring her home. Um, but I just want to say prayers to, you know, Brittany Griner and um, that's just a horrible situation. I can literally, I, I cannot imagine anything like that. Um, I think if it was me, I'd be scared to death. So uh, I just wanted to say prayers, you know, and hopefully that she stay uplifted and hopefully, you know, they can work out something to where, you know, she can come home soon. All right. So that's all I have for the deep dive this week. Uh, this week for the thought of the week, I just wanted to talk about um, belief and manifesting. So let's just jump into the thought of the week. So this week for the thought of the week, I wanted to discuss belief and manifesting. Um, so during the pandemic, I, I I think I had conversations about this. Like, I think all of us um, sat and it made everybody kind of sit still and really kind of think and ponder about, um, you know, what we had going on, um, 
Were you happy? I think for me, I thought a lot about whether or not I was happy. And it wasn't just about like, um, like my personal life. It was more so like me as a person, like, was I happy? And then I started just thinking about like, you know, my job and it was so hard. And I don't know how others felt because I mean, some people obviously weren't working. And so I try not to ever really complain, but I, I honestly have to change that narrative sometimes because I'm like, it's not really complaining if you're just speaking necessarily your truth. And so, you know, I was like working, like the pandemic really altered my job a lot to where I actually had to work more. So, um, you know, I was tired as hell. And then on, on top of the fact of being tired, I was also, um, in the house, you know? And so I wasn't really working out like that. You know, the gyms were closed and I was trying to go outside, but you know, I really felt that I was in a funk because, um, just with the change, which everybody kind of went through that. And so, um, I found myself just to be really tired and just really think pondering, like, you know, is this something that you really truly want to do, you know, forever? Um, and I love my job, you know, and I have no complaints about it, but I had, a, but I, what I'm saying is that was it fulfilling me, right? And so I had thought about like, you know, wanting to go back to school and wanting to, you know, get my therapy license. And that's something that had been on my mind for like years. And so really I made the decision during the pandemic to where I was like, okay, Mika, like this is, this is the time. Like, you know, this year I just turned 38, you know, I'm only getting older, you know, and I'm like, instead of just doing things because like, you know, this is your comfort and you make money and, you know, you're able to take care of things. Like I, I more so felt like I wanted to do things that was going to make me happy. Like every day I got up, this is bringing me joy. And so I literally made a list of the things of what was going to bring me joy. What was things that I needed in my life and how was I going to do it? And so I made the list. I started looking at programs for school, you know, and what I had to do for that. Um, I started actually having conversations with some of my friends that actually are therapists and like just about the process and like, you know, just to make sure that I pretty much had what it took, like, and not from like smart wise, but like just the gruel of it. Cause now that I'm in the program, I know that it is a lot. Um, and I have so much respect for, um, you know, therapists because it's a lot, um, to get your license. And so, um, you know, I started having real conversations about all of that. Right. And so, um, then I started just manifesting like, you know, you're going to do this. You can do this, you know, and not just, and not just saying like, Oh, I want to do this. No, like what I started putting the steps together, you know, um, I moved, um, to Charlotte, which was great. Um, and that was during the pandemic. Um, I literally started fresh. And it was, it was really cool. And for some people, they're probably like, damn, like she just up and just left. But that's really where my mind was. Like, I really felt the need to, I wanted to leave for forever. And we stayed because child was in school and we didn't want to, you know, do a lot of shifting. But at that point I was like, what's stopping you? Just do it. What's stopping you? And a lot of times, especially with myself, like even, even now, like sometimes I feel like when you step out on faith, you know, sometimes that can be followed with, you know, just self-doubt or before you even making this, the, um, the effort to step out, you know, you have that voice in your head, like, 
you know, imposter syndrome, like, oh, you know, um, can I do it? Or will I, or will this work? Or, you know, I didn't, I didn't know even with the move to Charlotte, like how I was going to go, where the hell was I going to live? You know, um, it was a lot of things to worry about. You know, Charlotte is more expensive to live here than it was in Greensboro. Um, a lot of things. And so, but I just, I just had belief and I just felt like, you know, if I stepped out on faith, um, that it would work out and it has, and all the things that I wrote on my list during the pandemic, I pretty much have, have brought it into fruition. Um, you know, I'm in school, um, walking in my purpose. I'm a lot happier, a lot happier. And now the, the happy journey has been a journey. And, you know, I've talked to you guys about that. Like I used to feel like happiness was something that was elusive and, you know, it eluded me because honestly, I didn't really know, and this might sound weird. Like I didn't really know what happiness really looked like and what it's supposed to feel like. Like I thought that I was happy, but then I realized that I wasn't happy. And I really realized I wasn't happy during the pandemic when I was like, you know, you're doing all this fucking work and you're tired as hell. Yeah. You make money, but you can't even enjoy the fruits of your labor. It Then when you start putting it in perspective like that, it's like, Oh, that's really true. Actually. Like I'm actually not enjoying the fruits of my labor. And and that's kind of how all the change happened. And so what I like to do when I have conversations with people and, and they tell me like things they want to do. And they tell me like, you know, things that, um, you know, they're thinking about, I'm like, do that shit. You know, that that's what manifestation is. Like if, if you, if you have it in your mind, that it's something that you want to do or something that you want to grab and go out there and grab it. Because the more that you have self doubt and you're afraid to just go out there, the more that time is just going to go. And you don't want to wake up one day saying, damn, you know, I wish I would have done this in my life, or I wish I would have taken, um, you know, the extra step, or I wish I wouldn't have been afraid, you know, cause I've spent a lot of time being afraid or this might not work out or, you know, something else over there or putting other people in front of my happiness, you know, like it's really crazy when you start and I can speak about myself. Like when I was going through all that with, and during the pandemic and talking all my shit through, like, it's really crazy. Um, well, even when I started therapy, and we started talking about boundaries. That was the first thing that we tackled. And when I started hearing myself in a quiet room with a therapist who don't know me from anywhere, and I'm literally talking about all the people that was basically on my payroll that I was giving money to. So I'm working like hell, but I'm like literally helping this person, this person, you know, and I'm like pouring into these people love tank and everything else. And then I'm like, damn, like I'm not getting anything back. So I'm just getting drained financially, emotionally, mentally. And I started to realize like, this is not good self-care, you know? And we actually had me and my therapist, like we actually had, um, she put me on this like step up plan basically where it was like, how many no's can you give basically until I just basically cut everybody off basically. Like I had to give people cut off dates and, and all this. And I mean, it, the shit was daunting. Cause I mean, I was literally paying shit, you know? And, um, and then it worked out like, like it, it really set me free, you know, where I really was like, yeah, like I, I, I choose myself on this one and, and stuff like that. And so, um, that's, that's what helped. And I realized like how much of how much I was being drained 
by other people and how much my happiness was being altered and sucked away from, you know, by other people. And that's something that, you know, I definitely just, you know, I just don't subscribe to it anymore, you know? And in every sense I haven't, and really put up those boundaries and really started focusing on my life like a hundred percent, I've been so much more happier, you know? And when I, when I made that decision during the pandemic to, to just step out on faith and just have the belief, you know, everything that I manifested during that time is actually happening in the present. And, and I mean, you know, I get up every morning, I do affirmations. Sometimes I still have moments of doubt where I do self-talks, you know, I journal, you know, if something pop in my mind, like even when I'm out and I have a moment of like, oh, I might put it in my notes to go back over later on why I felt this way in the moment, you know, and I'm, you know, I'm a person and, you know, I'm not perfect by no means, but it's been everyday work to maintain my happiness and, you know, continue to walk in my purpose. And I'm really happy about it. And so, you know, I wanted to have this thought of the week this week because, you know, we're in, we're, you know, pretty much, what are we in the fourth quarter? Yeah, we're in the fourth quarter of this year. And so we're going to be going into a, a, a new year pretty soon. You know, we're almost in November. And so I think it's, this is a good time to start thinking about what it is that you want to do. You know, are you happy right now? You know, and if you're not, what are things that you can do that can make you happy? You know, start there and then, you know, go from there. And that's how, you know, manifestation really kind of starts. You kind of got to speak it into existence, but not just speak it. You actually got to do the work behind it to, you know, get it done. And, um, yeah, and that's what, and that's what I'm doing. That's what I do every day. And I think that, you know, you guys can do it too. All right. So that's all I have for the thought of the week. Don't forget guys that I have moved the show to bi-weekly now. So I, I'm going to put this episode out, but then I have another one in two weeks. So I haven't, I'm not doing it every week. I think that when this semester ends, I'll probably go back to every week when I have more time, but right now it's every two weeks. Um, make sure you follow the show. I know I haven't really been present much on social media. I need to figure that shit out, but work with me guys. But thank you for still rocking with me. You know, I'm still getting listens on the show and I do appreciate it. Um, make sure you follow the show. Uh, we're all streaming platforms. Make sure you follow me on social media, Instagram. It's just my thoughts, underscore podcast, Twitter, IJMT podcast. And then you can find me on, uh, email. If you ever want to be part of the show, if you have anything to say to me, IJMT podcast at gmail.com. Like always, I thank you so much for listening. It's Mika here and I appreciate you.